Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Theme of the day is that there could be natural disasters on both coasts in the U.S., and the market doesn't really care. Doesn't really care. You got the West Coast on fire. You got the Northeast underwater. New Orleans is underwater. Doesn't matter. We keep going higher. We'll talk about that. Um, the, probably the need for more infrastructure spending and, and that and, and that bill. Going to need that bill soon, please. Um, we got earnings, too. A, a surprising amount of earnings overnight uh, last night and this morning. So we'll get through as many of those as we can. Uh, we'll take questions from our chat. We'll talk to Mark Chaikin uh, about... The storm and also the market at 8.15. We'll talk to Peter Tuckman at 9. Got a great show today. Joel, let's get those charts up, and you can tell us all about the Bitcoin breakout we've had overnight. We've been waiting. Well, not we. I have been waiting for this Bitcoin breakout. We got it. Tell us about it, that, and more. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of things moving higher. In fact, we got the futures up by 9.5, a, a little bit of a weak close. But- hey, wait, I got Jinko Solar up on the screen. Jinko Solar? What the heck's doing with Jinko Solar? I don't know. Uh, there we go. There are the spoos. Uh, pair of interday highs right around 35. The all-time high, 42 and a quarter. There was also uh, two highs there, but they were done in the pre-market, so that's no fun. Uh, crude up 33 cents at 68.92. Still trying to get over 70. Gold up 220. Uh, that's trying to clear that 1830 resistance. Silver just call that flat 2423 bitcoin said hello to the ethereum move we're up nearly two thousand dollars four percent fifty thousand two eighty five and ethereum's not having a bad day uh that's also uh in the green by 1.23 percent or 46 dollars at 37.89 uh do you guys ever do over unders you know with your family like when you go to the airport, you say, how many people are we going to see? And you, and you give a number over under. Do you ever Joel, do that? Oh, it's only you. You're the compulsive mm-hmm. gambler in here. No, but I, I could I could be interested. Okay. What do you got over, over under on? Give it to over me. Over under. A number of people at the pool this morning, 55 degree weather. I will put it, the I'll put the over under it too. So, so there was only you. Joel, it's gotta it be under. It's gotta you. be you under. By yourself, one. I'm going with under. It's gotta be under. Joel is the only person in the pool. I said, including the lifeguard. All right, it's oh. gotta be under. Okay, it's, well, under? it's over then, or it's over. even. Exactly, because right. it was it was me and two lifeguards. You and two lifeguards. So it was over. So you had yeah, to. they were in their sweatshirts and knit hats and everything. Did they need but... to save you? No, no, no. No, no you were good to go. It. Nope, nope. I was good. How to many go. days a week do you go to the pool? Oh, yeah, just about every day. <laughs> He's hardcore. What time do you wake up in the morning? Well, it did. It, it Stop. Depends. What time do you wake up in the morning? We're going to get a day in the life of Joel Alconnor. What time? Do I you don't wake swim up? at 6 a.m. every day, but I, right. I wake up between 5 and 5 15, 5 30. 
What time do you go to bed? I go to bed between like 10, 10 and 11. 10 Getting... and 11. Yeah. Yep. Aren't you supposed to get eight hours? Uh, sometimes I get a little sleepy on the couch at like 9.30 or something if there's no good sports bad. on. But Lisa says, get out of wake up. Uh, but no, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. What about this, this market? It just doesn't. We need more disasters. We need more hurricanes. We need more wildfires. We need national disasters because it's good for the market. It's good for the market. Yeah. Everything is bullish. Honey Badger market don't care about anything. Hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, wars. You throw it at this market, you know, obviously pandemics. You throw it at this market, the market just gobbles it up and goes higher. So I don't know what changes that mindset, but it, it, it all depends on, I guess, what you call the market too, though. Like, again, oh, like we yeah, were arguing yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we could go on our S&P rant. Spy goes up no matter what because it's got the defensive properties to it now. Um, but, you know, let, let's talk. We'll talk all these disasters. But, you know, I would I would argue that the market already had its 10% correction because I just saw, you know, analysts from Morgan Stanley calling for a 10% correction. Everybody's been calling for a 10% correction, it seems like, on CNBC. Yeah. They missed it. Because yeah, well, you know what? The IWM did have a 10% correction. The IWM is a better indicator for the overall market now. I'm going to say it. It's, you know, because SPY is just too heavy. The top five components, defensive properties. IWM is the market now. IWM had its 10% correction. Congratulations to those who bought the dip because now IWM has come back from those lows, almost the entire thing. We already had the correction. You know what? There were some like whispers. This happens every year at the end of August, early September. But uh, you know, September is the worst month of the year for stocks historically. Oh, also there were some headlines about uh, bearish option skew, people betting on uh, on a correction put coming. Buying. Uh, right. put, there's put buying. There's people hedging themselves out. They're waiting for a correction in case it comes. But I mean. Okay, good luck with that. <laughs> Here's a question for the option gurus out there. So if the majority of options expire worthless, which is what they tell us all the time, why do we always follow the call buyers and the put buyer? The call buyers to be a bullish indicator and the put buyers to be a bearish indicator. We if the majority follow- of option buyers are usually wrong, shouldn't that be a contrarian indicator? Shouldn't we be looking at call buying as being a bearish signal? and put by being a, a bullish signal question just throwing it out there oh i thought you were going to say that we should follow the sellers the the, the... Well, the sell- well the sellers are on the other side so you could say that because yeah. if you're you're always saying there's a seller for every call buyer anyways but you know right. you're seeing the big call buying pressure i mean if we're always saying that the majority of options expire worthless and the call buyers aren't making money or making as much money maybe we should be fading their moves overall so maybe when we see put buying maybe that's a bullish indicator Joel, thoughts, concerns? There's so much. We've discussed this before. There's so much more that goes into these uh, these option buyings. You don't know the positions. You don't know the stock position. You don't know if it's an entry. Too, if You don't know if it's an exit. Uh, I remember for a while back, they were talking about the 50-cent buyer in the VIX options. And you know what they were doing? They were loading up on the 50 cent fix because they were buying four point trillion dollars worth of stock or something. Oh, yeah. It's so there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> the you majority know, of option activity is, is a lot of it's hedging. Yeah. There's no doubt a lot of it's hedging. Yeah. So, so it's not some of it's directional bets, but a lot of it is just hedging. And I mean, 
right now premium is cheap. You know, like right now you can get fairly cheap insurance. If you're worried about September, you can get fairly cheap insurance. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that an increase in put buying going into September could potentially be just hedging activities and not directional bets. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, that's, yes, that's a possibility. So, and, you know, we look at the calendar, we say, oh, September is coming and September is here and it's always the terrible month for the markets. And, you know, we've had some ugly Septembers in the past. We've had some pretty good ones too. Just, I know just betting against the stock market in general in the long term has not worked. It's why I don't take shorts in my long-term portfolio because it seems like we just find ways to go higher. Maybe one day the bears will win, the asteroid will hit the earth and everything will end and capitalism will end as we know it. But you know what? That's going to suck for everyone. And even if you were right, did you really want to be right? If the asteroid really does or the zombie apocalypse comes. So I think you just got to bet with the market in the long term. Short term, sure. Hedging, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm not saying shorting is evil. I'm just saying in the long term, my long term account, I never short a stock. Yeah, not my investment account. Of course not. No. And I don't ever, I hardly ever hedge myself. The only time I, I've hedged myself really in the last couple of years was one during the financial crisis in, two, in the last, last couple of years, last couple of decades. One during the financial crisis and two was in January of 2020 when we were and, worried about the zombie apocalypse. And February and, and March. Yeah, I had to keep hedging, but I went out to June and it ended up working out well. So, But then I was like, I didn't hedge enough. <laughs> I was like, I'm still losing money. I'm like, I'm like sold all these stocks back in like January and February because we were watching social media. It wasn't rocket science that the pandemic was going to eventually come to North America. And, you know, I bought puts and you bought puts and, you know, and we didn't buy enough. And I'm like, holy, you know, I called this and I'm still losing money. But anyways, it all came back. It's all good. Market seems to always come back. Buy the dip wins again. Buy the dip one on ETR too. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They called quite... that on Monday. Yeah. Utility stock going down six bucks on a hurricane. Buying opportunity right back. Mm-hmm. Gets it right back. Three days later, pretty much got 80% of the losses back. ETR. You want to do it, and also, to some extent, Generac is uh, came down. It came off a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah it's there so you much go. Been, the yes. Blow off top. Yeah, and yeah. and low and lows and Home Depot actually. I tried to short oh. it that day. I tried to short it on the Monday because I was like, ah, you know what? This will probably be the topping event. It was wicked though. It was so thin in the opening candle on Monday, and it ran up to like four fifty eight. So, and it was just too wild. And I actually somehow ended up scratching it, but I almost got run over. I shorted the open and then it came in a couple bucks. I'm like, yeah, I think they're going to bring this in. And then bid started for him. I was like, oh no, they're going to run this. And I actually was able to scratch the trade. And then it ran up like 10 bucks after that. And then I forgot about it. But you know what? I do. I think GNRC, they often do top on those events. I would not want to be long GNRC right now because one, we've had a lot of you know stuff happen that GNRC should, should bounce on. It did not. The stock has just been an absolute monster forever. Do I want to sell it out of my long-term portfolio if I've had it from 100 and I haven't? But if I was that, I probably would not. But do I want to buy it at $438 right now? No. Or 444 which is trading odd lots in the pre-market? No. So I, I think that one I actually would not want to own right now. A little early on that uh, that day as far as the levels I was looking at. I was looking at the all-time closing high, I believe, which was 449.94. And what they did is they goosed it to the all-time high. Uh, so if you were paying attention to 457, right. 
you got a good number off. It went to 458 and turned turned around very quickly. Uh, do you want to do a it's another stay-at-home stock that's getting pounded this morning off earnings? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Chewy. Chewy. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Let's stay at home. Let's order our dog food online stock. Yeah. <laughs> this one was, uh, in hindsight, uh, pretty predictable. Uh, so uh, the sales missed. Uh, what was the EPS number? Hold on one second. Chewy, earnings per share. Uh, sorry, guys. Ba, 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 ba. Chewy EPS uh, missed by two cents. They lost four cents for a two cent loss estimate. Revenue also missed last night. So both mm. the top and the bottom line missed. Uh, bah, 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 bah. What else did they say? Um, ah, that, was, that was kind of it. That's all you need to know. The headline numbers are both worse than expected. I don't know. This isn't a hard, hard one here because yeah. you have great support down at 75, and I don't know where it got to after hours. But I'm looking at that, you know, candle where we had the big reversal that day back on on July the 19th. So I think he got support down there. It is a loved stock. Will you find buyers beneath here? I think you do somewhere, just because this is one of those that just finds bids. But these stocks, the stay-at-home plays, are a little bit out of favor right now. And obviously, we saw that from Peloton started the party and Zoom, and now you got Chewy getting hit. DocuSigns tonight, that will be interesting because it, you know, and I still love that company, but the stock, you know, is not cheap. And if they show any signs of any type of, you know, the guidance not getting raised, if they don't raise guidance, if they just go in line or something, they hammer the stock. Maybe they raise the guidance, but somewhat concerning just even the chart on DocuSigns. So bring it all the way back to Chewy, Joe. I'm going to throw this to you. This is a curveball, a slider. This is this a is, tough pitch to hit. Yeah, this is uh, a screwball. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, uh, spitball. Uh, Gaylord Perry used to throw Were you one of those in, in like grade three with the spitballs? You had a little straw and you put the little piece of paper. Did you do spitball? I, I, you know what? I did, a, a, little, I did a little baseball. Joel uh, was a bad kid. I, that's I what I'm a, saying. I, he looks like a kid that would be in the grade three class, you know, learning his, um, you know, learning whatever the hell he was trying to learn. And doing spitballs in the back. Were you this doing is, that? This is what happened with my baseball career. Okay? All right, we're going baseball. I was on two swim teams when I was like he eight, was nine years old. And I wanted to play baseball, right? And my mom said, I take you to two swim practices a day. I'm not taking you to baseball. If you want to play baseball, you can ride your bike. <laughs> and the field was not very close. It was like across town. So for like the three quarters of the season, I rode my bike all the way across town to play baseball. And I did pitch a little bit. You're hardcore, man. But, he gets but up I at just, five in the morning to swim. He rides his bicycle across the whole Monroe. city to go play baseball. It was a long ride, too. Through and now I think roads, about it. Yeah. Uphills. Up both ways. Yeah. Uh, and I did pitch a little bit, but then I was like, oh, man. I just, you know, it was just, even I was exhausted from two swim practices and riding my bike. So, all right. All right. Let's bring it back. That's the end of my baseball career. Right, we got a lot of tangents Let's here go today. back to Chewy real fast, and then we'll bring Mark on. Okay. Chewy. Chewy. Uh, pretty much hello, 76, 78. Buyers or, ah, you know, someone wants it here at uh, 78.50. I think you find buyers between the pre market low and where you're at now. If you did take out the pre market low, you talk about that 75 number, but 
just feel, I don't know, feels like it. That low may be in for the day. Your high rebound, if you're looking for follow through on the upside, I uh, got to get over 80. That's about it. That's that's all I have for you. Kind of middle of no man. All right. Our next guest uh, appears to have power, which is good. Mark Chaikin. Uh Mark, you guys got hit pretty hard last night by the remnants of Ida. How how, how you guys holding up? We had a month's worth of rain in a day, six and a half inches of rain. Oh, Unbelievable. Incredible. Fortunately, we're up on a hill. Guys, you're way, you're way off base on Chewy. The okay. company is going to earn 15 cents max. Come on. This could sell a 10 in a bear market. You guys are nuts to Wait, encourage people to look market? for – No, but there will be one some point, and you're nuts to tell people to buy it at some old support level. I just – Totally disagree. Wait, 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 Mark. What, what, we, I, I we, threw we it to Joel. Tell, I didn't say yeah. anything. We didn't tell <laughs> I people. I threw it to Joel. I said it was a screwball. Don't wasn't encourage them. Come on. There are plenty of places to make okay. money, but these Mark, stocks Mark, are not Mark, there. Mark Jenkins says short Chewy at 78. No, I didn't say short Chewy. I said <laughs> no, don't stop. Buy it. It's tainted you, goods, guys. It's 101, Target. I'm out. Story. I didn't say anything yeah, about yeah. Chewy. Oh, it's I yesterday's story. Come on. on. It tells me I'm bullish chewing. I'm giving people. First of all, they have supply chain issues. They, part of the reason they had a shortfall is they don't have supply. People are going there to buy stuff, and it's not there, so they're going into the local Petco. So the, this is a, a, a reversion to the mean. We're going back to the way, in a small way, to the way we used to do business. So you got to be really careful with these stocks. Peloton, you mentioned Zoom over and over and over again. Fiverr, these stocks are just not the place to put your money. Well, it's yes, it's yesterday's garbage. Forever. Chewy, I think there will be people that come in and buy the dip, but I'd like I said, this is a, I won't be mean. I'm not coming in and buying Chewy just Thank to you. clarify. I do think it has a bounce level at 75. I won't be playing that bounce. There, there you go. Now, now we're in the same uh, Pretty dugout. Sure that's what I said, but. dugout to use the baseball analogy. <laughs> that's why we got into the baseball analogy. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know how to hit this pitch. I'm not swinging at it. It was a screwball. Yeah, well, ball. that's that's the old Warren Buffett the guy, Joel. I <laughs> I thought Warren Buffett said this, but apparently it was Jesse Livermore. They don't call balls and strikes, so you don't have to swing at every pitch in the stock Excellent. market. Excellent and very true, Mark. So tell us about you know one. You can give us the weather report out there, but what? How? How do you play this market that just shrugs everything off? I mean, buy, buy are... the dips. Buy the dips. <laughs> I, I raised. This works. I raised my year-end target uh, last weekend to forty-seven hundred, forty-eight hundred on the S and P. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's working, but I I think you can do a blend of growth stocks because the economy doesn't look like it's rip roaring, and we'll see the jobs number, but. Uh, in the growth area, love Fortinet. Anybody who's been listening to me on Benziga has been long Fortinet since 190. Nice. And I love NVIDIA and also Accenture. The tech consulting uh, is just big for them. And I also think there are infrastructure plays, but I'm looking at small cap. So my Ooh. most recent recommendation is Muller Water Products. Used to be Muller Brass, MWA. Yep. If you look at one of the big problems in America, it's the water infrastructure. When we lived in Philadelphia, pipes would break and you'd have streets shut down for a year as they try to repair the pipes. In the West, you've got droughts. Water is big and Mueller has been there forever, a couple of billion in sales and some new products. And, and I think MWA, it just had a momentum breakout, which is what I'm looking for, by the way, in these markets. I'm looking for stocks that are breaking out above double tops 
So Mueller is a stock I really like here. So I think you can do a blend of uh, large cap growth stocks and small cap infrastructure stocks. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And yeah, to Mark's earlier point, you know, unless you're using, you know, insane leverage, we all have only so much capital, right? So why, why, why put what capital you do have to work? Someone was asking me about KWeb earlier. Like, why put it there? Why put it in Chewy when there are more appealing places to, to put it? Uh, to Mark's point, he likes small cap infrastructure, uh, which, which he has been talking about. And Mark, since, since you mentioned uh, Fortinet, you know, in the same vein that we had Okta earnings this morning, and it's sort of the same story as the quarter was great and it was a very high bar to clear, but the quarter was fantastic for, for OKTA and the stock has bounced off its lows this morning. So um, let's go, we'll go back to markets for a second, but in, in all seriousness, like, can you give us some kind of a weather report from where you are? In terms of, in terms of, I mean, you said you got a year's worth of rain in one night, but oh yeah, well, like, it was the it was the remnants of Ida, and uh, it just it rained for twenty hours straight uh, in Connecticut, so that, it's pretty wild. That, that's twice in the last three weeks. Yes, right. yeah, this one was just uh, epic. Uh, there were a couple of giraffes in my driveway with a guy with a beard. I don't know where he was taking them. But... <laughs> What? It, it was epic. Rewind. That's the Noah. That's the Noah. Dennis, even I, Dennis, even I got that I'm one. Like the, on. oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. I don't know, but I really, I, I do think, I do think, without any um, change in COVID or any change in the fundamentals, the market just has to go higher. Uh, we'll get some pullbacks. Everybody's been spooked by September, October. That ain't happening yet. Maybe it will, but uh, you know, g- give me one visible reason the market would sell off five percent. It's hard. Like we've had it. So this is what we went through. We went through a pandemic. We're still in a global pandemic. We've went through hurricanes. We've went through. We're going through apparent, you know, Afghanistan debacle. And the market, you know, and tornadoes last night. I mean, the market just doesn't care about any of it. It just, oh, at least the spy, it just doesn't seem to care about any of it. Well, and the QQQ. Can I posit a theory? The Mark asked for a reason. The reason is there is no reason. That's the reason. Well, it's something that, you're right. It would be something that we're not thinking about, not looking at. I, You know, the only thing I can see that could derail this is civil unrest and just pray that that doesn't happen. We had I, that. We had that last year. I, I, I don't know. We had that too. So we, that didn't do work either. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, a tough case. But I, I've got to tell you, there are a lot of people with money on the sidelines who are very skeptical of this market. That, and you've, you've got to be invested here. And it's where are you going to put your money? I mean, interest rates are not getting you where inflation and, wants and, you to be. And I think that's the big boogeyman is you see prices going up. I mean, I'm building a house and every time I get a quote on something, it's like, oh, the price is up substantially from where it was three months ago. Yet they tell me, you know, it's 5% inflation, but I'm seeing, you know, I'm like rolls of what copper wire going for a hundred dollars, another $200. I mean, you're seeing it everywhere. And it's not just that, you know, you go and you're obviously seeing it from, you know, some of the food producers too, but you do you go in the grocery store and you're like, oh, that got jacked up. And you go to your restaurants like, OK, well, your chicken wings went from $100 a bag. Talking to somebody who owned a restaurant, they were saying they were buying chicken wings last year at $100 a bag. Their bag of chicken wings cost them. And then obviously they sell the wings. That bag is now over $200. So well, I mean, there's insidious inflation, Dennis. Um, my wife, we eat this Kashi cereal in the morning. You know, it's it's healthy. It's fiber. 
And Sandy said, how come we're running through these boxes so so much faster? Well, the boxes have gotten smaller. The yep. prices have Shrink, gone up. But the bo- do that too. Yeah, yeah, the package goods companies are shrinking um, size. So there's insidious inflation going on that we're everywhere. not aware of. It's everywhere. Yeah. I, I, I noticed, um, I think it was, just, it was in July, we had two of our most expensive food shops that I've like ever had at the store. Like for, for two people, we... Our our our, our um, you know receipt was over two hundred dollars for two people. Yeah, and same, I, I, same I, here two hundred dollars. I was like, hold, I've never spent two hundred dollars at the store ever, and I did it two times in a row. So like something's going on there, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I don't keep up with like you know the, the price of milk or anything like that. I, I shop at Myers. You shop at that's Myers. where I shopped. Joel. Really, uh, you spent two hundred bones at Myers? I wow. know, I know. He's a meat. He must be a red meat eater. Otherwise, you I can't don't know where it went. Or where fish. You know how expensive fish has gotten. It's unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Salmon, okay. Atlantic salmon. In any event, have you guys found any infrastructure stocks that you like that people have talked about? Well, I don't know if it's infrastructure per se. Um, uh, you know, I am in uh, small cap industrials, which is infrastructure to some extent. Um, uh, I'm in. I mean, hold on. Let me get your ticker for you. Uh, PSCI. It's not super liquid. Um, and then the only other infrastructure thing that I've got is uh, this uh, this REIT, this infrastructure REIT, um, like servers and stuff like that. But yeah. um, that that's uh, those are the only infrastructure plays I've got right now. Chat wants you. Oh, CHPT, ChargePoint. They just reported earnings is, is infrastructure. Uh, I mean, I'm in steel stocks, lumber stocks. Um, I, I've, I've definitely got some infrastructure plays on, so I don't see, you know, like new course has been a monster and it's pulling oh, back here incredible. lately, but it's been an incredible stock. What about the cat Mark? Because the cats come off the highs yeah. and we're looking at it 244, three months ago. It's now 207. Is there a potential for buy the dip opportunity in the cat or is this one just too out of favor now? Too out of favor. Too out of favor. Um, <sighs> you know, and, and look at that pattern. If you break those lows, if I don't know why you would, but on the shorter term chart, the daily chart, here's another name for you. I really like ATKR at core. It's a mundane business. It's cable and wire and conduits. And there there's a mandate in California that houses single family homes have to get ready for charging stations. And a company like at core is well positioned to um, grow based on that market. It, it's a, it's a, you know, belt and suspenders business. Uh, obviously, new construction helps. Um, office construction helps. But there's a, a sort of an interesting play as the country goes toward electric vehicle charging stations in single family and multifamily homes. So that's a stock that I've recommended recently that I really Wrote like. It down. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Okay, so ATKR, and just to recap, what was the other one? I'm running, I'm running down Mueller, now. Muller Water Products, MWA. MWA, right? Not NWA, MWA. Um, okay. yeah. yeah, it's been around forever. Muller Brass, you know, they I made. I think you brass talked about fittings. that one a long time ago. I feel like you were, you liked this one a while ago, Mark. I think I did. I this think so is too. top of my mind. I right water. Water, I mean, water is big. If you can find a desalinization play, the only way we're going to bail out places like Phoenix and California is with desalinization. So, and it's hard to find a pure play. The, most of them are not in America. They're 
foreign stocks, either Japan or Europe. Good ideas, Mark. Good ideas. Good ideas. Um, ideas. That's why we bring them on the show. I know. I, I couldn't go out yesterday. I, I was thinking. <laughs> Mark. I could not walk the dog. The dog would have been drenched. The dog, the dog would have had to swim. Yeah, I, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of groans off this, but oh, come on. I, and oh. I was and I was thinking of saying this yesterday, but now, Mark, you and I are starting a new website. You want to know? Want to hear what it is? And I hope no one, uh, no one copies us. You know, you guys, were, <laughs> you guys, yesterday you were talking about swaggy stocks. Yeah. Com. Mm-hmm. Mark and I are going to start a site <laughs> called Soggy Stocks. Com. <laughs> All right. And we are going to cover all water stocks. We're going to cover NVA. We're going to cover WTR. <laughs> There's more than that. Oh, this Mark, is great. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Go. Who's, who's going to do the marketing? I hope we, got, we need Benza to, Benza to do the marketing. Yeah. Listen, you can come up with a soggy coin. Can we play um, soggy coin? We play, oh, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. ICO right here, soggy hey, Joel, coin. can we play Can You Top This to end the segment? Uh, about tw- Do you remember the old comedian, Alan King? Yes, of course I remember. So uh, I met him at a dinner party in the 90s, and I was looking to establish some office space. And he said, well, I'm looking to establish some office space. Uh, I've got something to look at on Madison Avenue in the General Motors building. I said, sounds like expensive real estate. He said, well, we could share it. So I meet him up there. And he had been my idol from a couple of movies and comedy routines. And I look at the space and I said, Alan, this is great. We can put up a sign, Chaken Alan King. And he absolutely turned his head and never looked back, (laughs) never talked to me again. (laughs) That's good. All right, Mark Shaken is. Dennis, uh, will you grab that site for me right now? Soggystacks.com. Nice I see if it's there. I know you. I just did. It's it. probably already taken. No, it's not. Oh, I just did. Okay, it. This oh, is did good. you look? Look, it's not taken yet. No. All right, guys. Enjoy the enjoy the holiday weekend. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Happy New hey, Year, Mark. They say, hey, thank you to everyone as well. Wait, two weeks from today, we probably won't have you, right? For Yom. Uh, I hate to, um, you know, uh, desecrate my uh, heritage, but I'll be here. Yes. Oh, really? Mark, okay. Mark, I'll be here with you. Right. I yeah. got it. That, yeah. yeah. I, I'll be taking yeah, God may not smile on this, but that's Mark, what about, what about Sarah Rosh Hashanah by Yom Kippur? Are you, are you, are you hey, maybe that works. Well, actually, you know, that's interesting. It depends what time of the year it is. Uh, it's so the, early this year. I know. That's the problem. The historical patterns are that September actually is fairly strong early in the month and then yeah, around, exactly. around mid-month it peaks. So it may reverse this year, but when Rosh Hashanah is later in the month, then that really does work. You know, it's so hard because I'm trying to do my article. You have, that, you know, because of the Jewish uh, calendar, it, it's so early this year. Now you have it on Labor Day and uh, Michigan home opener. I don't think oh. I've ever, you know, I've never had those all those factors to do. Oh, man, Joel, there, Joel's know? got so much going well, on right now. When Actually, I was, when I was at Trexel Burnham in the, in the mid-'80s, we called that being conflicted. <laughs> All right, Mark. See you guys. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. All right. We're going off the rails yeah. here a little bit. I'm okay. concerned when Mark leaves here, we're really going to go off the rails. Well, well, here's a question. Blue Collar Lifestyle dropped us a, a 25er. And, and Ooh, is nice. Wondering, is, is Show wondering, the question. Show the question. Is wondering how the infrastructure bill will affect crypto at all. 
Um, and also drop the ticker in there that has been a high flyer. Pete, it's asking about the market going forward. I mean, uh, you know, the infrastructure play has already been affecting the markets. There's no doubt, you know, reasons, you know, that, you know, new core and people can say it's come down lately. But I mean, the stock has been an absolute monster for months here. It's $45 a year ago, not even the beginning of the year, $48. Now you're looking at 116 um, You know, you have seen the infrastructure play, you know, and the infrastructure trade. Um, coming off maybe in the last couple of weeks because it's been running for months. So there, there's definitely been some opportunity already made there. How does it affect crypto? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's a tough question. One, I'm not a crypto trader. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think. Where, where's the well, There's probably a way. And then, and then the stock. He's got a stock too. We got to do all of it. You get 25 or you get all your questions answered. PDSB is the ticker. It's a high high flyer bio. Oh, do you know what? I, I, I honestly don't know. Let's go see what they do. PDS Biotechnology. I've never. It's rare that you know you see a stock that I've never traded before. PDSB. Yeah, it's been a good uh, one. They're, 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 they do oncology. They they have some uh, some cancer drugs. Um, How come I'm not getting it? Is it like an MX stack? No, no. Paul, David, Simon, Bravo. You probably just your dyslexia kicking in again. PDSB. Yeah, it's there. Oh, you kept on saying PDSD. See, oh. see, see, I told you. Yeah. No, oh, B, B is in Bravo. Look at the screen. He's got the questions up on the screen. Oh, but look at the bottom right chart, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's up, bottom right? That's got to be some. Uh, adjustment, yeah. some adjustment that didn't happen. That's from an old stock. Yeah. So forget about the bottom rights. Are you sure it's from an old stock? Yeah. Well, I, my my chart on my software it doesn't even start till 2019. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, no. I think that's something else. That's so interesting. I don't know. I, there was obviously some adjustment or something there. Again, we're just looking at this stock ticker for the first time. It's been running and running and running. How many it's definitely overbought at this point. Yeah. In time. So that's the one problem is cool. the stock has run 50%. Obviously, there's been something going on. It's run 50% here in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine days. So it, it now you got it. If, if it's up to me, I'd have to wait for a pullback stocks and a clear uptrend, though, which makes, you know, makes me more bullish than bearish. I'd want a pullback to get in, though. And Dennis is right. The the earliest headline we have in Benzinga Pro is 2019. So it, definitely ignore that bottom. That bottom right chart is not. Is not call okay. Trade Station, Joel. Tell them. Yeah, call Trade Station. <laughs> Tell them their chart is wrong. Tell them their PDSB (laughs) chart is wrong. Get on it. We don't want wrong PDSB charts. Uh, Well, there's someone hawking this 1580 to 16 area. 1581, your high yesterday. 1597, your high on Tuesday. All-time closing high that was made. Well, I don't know what chart you're. The high of the recent move, 1555, 1530 yesterday. So my focus number today would be improving on that all-time closing high of about 1515. Then if you're looking for another breakout, you got to get rid of that 16 seller. I think the day that you do that will be a day you settle at like 1578 or 1579. And then you get a little bit of a running start into it. But basically, two of three, three of four, four of five, five or six, it's been higher in like 10 out of the last. Uh, they gave like 25 session. numbers there. So one number for the next stock. 16. All right. 16. Okay. Do know, 16. All right. Uh, I want to go to an area that of the market that's may, probably one of, if not the hottest area right now. And that is um, companies or stocks that enable remote work that did not have huge runs last year. And I'm talking about Asana and I'm talking about, Monday, MNDY. They do the same thing. Asana had earnings last night. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so, so that's the catalyst here this morning. Okay. And these things cannot stop going up. They just can't. Asana oh, and Monday Asana. together. Does Raz Both still have that? I, I don't think so. Raz was in this one for a while, Asana. This yeah. This is one of his picks. Like, it's like a 20. Dish. He is all over this one. Raz, props. You're listening. Props. We want you back, Raz. I don't know where you are. No, he's permanently off the schedule. <laughs> he, he never comes. He, he never comes on the show. Wait, we try to get him every Friday, and then he stands us up. He stands us up every Friday. Wait, no, he's off the wait, schedule wait, now. He's yeah. not off the, now he's off the schedule because he already wait, 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 up. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so I, I took him off the schedule, and uh, Google gives you the option. Do you want to like alert the person <laughs> that's also on the invite and that you're deleting it? And I was like, no, don't alert Jason. And I'm deleting this. And then he <laughs> found out yesterday and he was like, hey, why'd you take me off the schedule? Because <laughs> <laughs> he stands us up every Friday. <laughs> Whereas like, Jason's coming on and then he doesn't come on. And we all get disappointed. Jason, we want you back. Come back. Come he back. doesn't even come in the chat anymore. Shout out to come Paul Adler because he owns both Asana and Monday. Oh, good. That guy's a genius. Bring Paul on. That, that, that's, that's solid. I wish I owned Asana or Monday and he owns them both. Nice. 88. Up over 100% of them, too. Good call. Free market high. 88. Got to take that out. Can we Boom. get Tuesday.com? Monday.com? Let's let's get Tuesday.com. Supported 80. I'm a Dennis only wants one Tuesday. number. 88 and 80. 84 means nothing. Monday. Uh, let's take a look at that. <laughs> it can't stop. 415 target. That's it. Great ticker, by the way. MNDY for Monday. Pretty good, uh, pretty good right. support. And Let's see here. We're not worried about the downside till it breaches 403. Okay, what the so- hell happened to AbbVie yesterday? I own AbbVie in the long-term account. I've had it since birth. And what I mean by that is I've had it actually since the Abbott Lab spinoff. So I've had it forever for the entire duration of the company. I still have it. Um, what happened yesterday? Yeah, I looked at so- my account and I was like, my AbbVie's getting killed. What's going on? We have a headline. Well, actually, we have a lot of headlines in Benzinga Pro. Let me pull it up here, and I'll I'll zoom in for you all so make it easier to read. Uh, uh, no, let's not do that. Let's do. Let's go here. Okay, ABBV. 
And I'll zoom in one more time. So uh, we have a headline here, Trader Circulate Earlier Updated FDA Warning on the company's drug I'm not going to pronounce. Um, so what that headline indicates is this, this warning is not new news. It was already out there, but it's gaining traction today. There is also some 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 put some put buying, but you know, <laughs> take that for what it, take that for what it's worth. That is one uh, ugly candle. Ugly, is. ugly candle. So now you got some people caught. I'm one of them, but I'm not going anywhere because I don't want to realize the big capital gain on it. Um, 113.46 coming back a little bit. Does it go all the way back to 120? I think you'll find sellers now because people are yeah. buying. Oh, this, yeah, is you're a, stuck. this is a stock that doesn't move around a lot. And all no. of a sudden, you get a 10% drop intraday on something like this. You caught not only some traders, you probably caught some market makers. You probably caught a few people in that fall. So I think, you know, you kind of had the 50% retracement from the 120, 106 to 114. So I'd say it struggles here to get back up over the 114, 115. So not that I'd be a long-term seller, but short-term, I'd wait, you know, just maybe eventually get a retest of that 106. Maybe it comes back to, you know, obviously we got way oversold at 106 yesterday. And maybe you could still say it's oversold at 112, but that's a steep sell-off, really vicious. Uh, I'm just gonna one number because don't don't want Dennis to get mad at me again. Uh, I don't want to. If I was lying to saying I wouldn't want to see it go red. One twelve twenty seven. Yeah, we're trading up in the pre market. Someone has their you know a little bit of seller at one fourteen here. But I think anyone that like picked this up on a discount yesterday, you know, just like layering in, like oh I got hit at one ten. Oh, better buy more one oh eight. Oh my gosh, better buy more one oh six. Those kind of traders. They're like, oh, 112, 113, get me out. So that closing price, 112.27, I wouldn't want to see it go red. No, for sure. All right. Can we talk about Signet here? Because what a turnaround. This thing was dead money a couple of years ago. Uh, and they had earnings last night. And I'm sorry, was it last night or this morning? It was this morning. I stand corrected. They also raised their sales guidance for the year um just a month it's just trading we're gonna hit we're in the high 80s how low did we get last year we got to like single digits oh yeah it was five bucks and looked like the, the zombie apocalypse and nobody was gonna wear rings ever again uh. and then they took and then they took the stock to jared and you know and off they go boom 80 dollars now it's come a long ways back from those lows yes i mean you were 150 dollars back in 2015 when everybody loved bling bling and then they decided they didn't you know there was a secular decline here for a while then you had the COVID apocalypse that obviously had the capitulation event come a long ways back now do i want to be a buyer in signet at 86 or 87 dollars now now because you know what they hated the stock in 2016 2017 2018 it's got all those losses back i think you know could it go higher than this could it do anything today can do anything today it's on a really good earnings report it's a really good number but i think this is as good as it gets not for the stock but for the company so i'm more inclined to actually be a seller of signet jewelers um even though it's a great report i wouldn't want to short it because this thing could be at like 90 or 95 on you today just because this is what these crazy stocks do when they start to get some momo going and i'm sure there's some short interest in here too so it does have room to 95 or even 100 dollars, but at this point in time it's not going to my long-term portfolio not at these prices uh get some file through through the pre-market high of 88 my next monthly high doesn't come into 96.39 so i'm sure there's some intermediate levels in between there it's I mean, thin the, and it's going to be wild too. yeah you know? yeah yep and uh boy oh boy this i 
I'd be more inclined to wait for this to come back down to 82, 83, and then take a long look at three monthly highs right at the 82, 83 area. Actually, if you include September, which you only had one day, four monthly highs there, 82, 83, and they took it. So I'd be more inclined to wait for a pullback uh, right. to that area to buy it, really selling it. It really looks like it wants to go through the pre-market high of uh, eighty-eight bucks uh, at currently at eighty-six ninety-one. All right, uh, Richard Judge really wants. Oh, to Richard Judge, the Pace the bell, ding ding. What's ding, going on with ding, this? The tip jar is hot today. Pace. Fifty bucks. We'll uh, take it. New month. I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll tell that's you. Raz in the maybe using Richard Judge. No, he's we, going we, there. We we had Who's a Richard, Richard Judge. We had a Richard Judge on our live trading show like a month ago. He's, he's real. I he's a real person. He's a real person. I can confirm. Where's he from? I I don't know where he's he from. Where and, Richard, oh, and and James gets ten bucks for the same stock. <laughs> for, uh, on behalf uh, of someone. on behalf of somebody. Oh my gosh! Okay, pay safe. I, I, I'm gonna get start with it. I'm gonna say I actually do like this this chart. I do like oh, this chart. I have no position no. in it. I kind of want to have a position in it because you know what? This is one of those that we're looking at what's really been beat up and what hasn't gone yet. And here's a stock that is definitely in the gutter. So the trend is not your friend, but it was a nice candle yesterday. Did sell off a little bit there, but you have an out. So I would say if you're buying at 888 today, I'm stopping myself out under eight bucks. That would be my out saying the low of the move. I think there's room to 10. So I think, you know, there's room to 10 on something like this. I think they are looking for stocks that haven't gone yet. We're kind of, you know, I don't know if that's the late stages of a bull market or what that is, but it's stocks that have, you know, that, that's what I've been seeing has been starting to pick up steam is the ones that are in the gutter. And I think PaySafe actually has room to 10 bucks. So I kind of like it here. Uh, look at nine. Pair of highs at nine. Getting a running start with your 877 close and not far to go to take out that nine seller. Then you got one level, one level ahead of the big gap. And that comes in at, uh, what was that high here? It's probably just under 950, 948. And then you got the gap fill over 10 at 1079. So getting a running start into that nine today. Uh, I'm on the same side with you, Dennis. Think, and obviously Thinking about it's asking about the lockup chat. expiration, Joel. I just want to interrupt you. I don't know anything about a lockup expiration on this. Spencer, do we know oh, that? Let's pay safe. That can change my opinion in a heartbeat. Let me find out real fast. The chat, I bet you, you know, I bet you they already had it. I don't know. I I, I don't Ooh, follow the stock generous. close enough, so I don't know off the top of my head when pay safe block up. Uh, well, uh, I'm seeing some time in September, but I don't know. Okay, well that's that's you got we got to find out that date. So yeah, we'll yeah, that yeah, date. yeah. Spencer will find yeah, out that date. I'm tracking down. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Hey, look what they did to that Lucid yesterday. Did you it see came back. that? Yeah. It was 15 and a half in the pre-market. I had the level, and you know what, Mitch? You talked me into it. I even had an order out there sitting at 15.05 in the oh, pre-market. Oh, I had it. down there. Never got down there. Where? How low did it get? Did I get anywhere close to getting done? Not I had in the regular session. Mitch said 15 is the bounce level. I was like, okay, I'll throw an order out there just with Mitch and try to bounce it at 15. How low did we get? Uh, close. The regular session, uh, oh, I don't know, regular. 16.11, 15.26. Oh, I got down at 15.26. I almost got done. 15.26, really? Yeah, I did. I had it right? out there. I could have got done at 15.05. Oh, 20 yeah. cents off. 
Yeah. You know 21. what? If I would have had a 1526, it would have lowered have been 1527. They always print them in front of you. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have put 10,000 out there in the pre-market. Yeah. No. <laughs> Joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I was talking about this one with Mitch, and this was the one everyone was waiting for 15. And then at 9.15, you made the low. And then look at that little bar. Right from 9.15 to 9.30. What color is that? Can someone tell me what color that is? Is that fuchsia? I know. You always say fuchsia. I call it pink. No, no, no. The one next to that. The one that's kind of blue. Aqua. That's like teal. Aqua, teal. I shouldn't know. Cyan? Is it cyan? I I see blue, pink, and green. I'm very basic with my colors. I'm colorblind too, so I don't know who helped me set this. <laughs> wait a minute, are you wait? No, you're not. Are you yeah, ready? like I always have to ask Lisa, like blues and blacks and stuff like that. I just like I can't. You I can't see can't the, difference. the difference. But anyways, that's a green bar off the open. You bought that off the open. You didn't have time to cart it up six twelve open six eleven low. So uh, right back to eighteen, like nothing happened. Wow, I didn't even know you were color colorblind. Um, okay, I'm still trying to find him. now, actually. I picked on him for the last seven years on this show, and I didn't know he was colorblind. Now I feel bad. Hey, uh, founder shares. Uh, no, okay, I'm over it. That's uh, <laughs> kind of enjoying seeing Spencer struggle with the SPACs attack news, but uh, I'll tell you what. Come to SPACs it's attack if in. you want to find out. I'm not even going to let you know. I'm not going to let you know. We're not going to come to SPACs attack. Is that show still on? We're not going to tell you. Come. We're not going to tell you. And Tune guess in. what? Dead cat bounce and lucid today. I'm going for it. Let's do it. You buy more come lucid? Down, come Did you down get to some 15. yesterday? No, I didn't, but I'm expecting a dead cat bounce today. I'm I'm expecting that was just a little bounce. It you washes out today. Let it come down to 15, baby. That's my it's level. Not, we're not going to get it at 15, unfortunately. You, you, you say that now. now. We Maybe you might it. not be we talking about tomorrow. We 20 cents. We could have been just raking <laughs> it in, but we missed. Raking it in. What's that we from, Dennis? Raking it in. <laughs> Rake, that's from an NAT CEO, remember? Yeah. We're raking it in, he says on Mad Money. I've never seen a CEO. I was like, that was the best interview ever. The right. Nordic American Tankers CEO interview. The, the takeaway is if you want to know the pay safe lockup expiration, tune to Spax Tack 11 o'clock Eastern Time right here on YouTube. All right, let's go to uh, what else was on our list? A lot was on our list that we didn't get to yet. Charge point, we didn't get to it. Uh, charge point, CHPT. We didn't get to Google. Uh, okay, what do you charge point here? Charge these, point earnings. These are all of a sudden back. Lucid comes back, and now charge points are coming back. Well, I mean, they did raise their their guy, their sales guidance for whatever that's worth. I mean, that you know, I I know we don't care about fundamental things like that, but it, that's 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 bullish usually, right? Guidance raise. Uh, a lot of resistance up at 25 is the problem. Yeah, good job, Triple D. 20 pair of highs, 25, 10, 25, 22. If you imagine to get, if you can get through there, another pair of highs at 20, trio of highs at 2650. Those are my levels on the upside. Where to buy this thing? I have no idea. Okay. Yesterday. <laughs> can, can someone talk me into, I think I, I think I want to buy a firm here, but, or no, talk me out of it. Someone I, I won't me, talk you out of it. Talk me out yeah, of no, I can't firm. talk you out of anything. Someone talk me out of buying a firm right now because I I, I wanted to buy a firm. I still want to buy a firm too. I'm kind of with you. I don't want to pay up. Like I could have bought this at 68 three days ago. Now I'm paying 97. Sounds like I'm paying up. If you are going to buy it at 97, then you got to stop. Stop yourself out at 90. 
Stop yep. yourself out of nine. Okay. But you know what? Sometimes you see these gap ups and then and consolidation to go I higher. Yeah. I, I think a firm could go higher. I really do. I think it could continue to go. Okay. Okay. Um, that is moving up to the top of my list right now. A firm. A firm. Oh, look at this. This is not oh, what I, I want. I, I, I want people to talk me out oh. of not into things. No, it's not me, man. All right. I, I'm actually still bullish a firm, too. And I'm I'm almost like we're there with you, and I just can't stomach buying at 97. We could have bought at 67 last week, but you know what? I think the stock still continues higher. I, I think path of least resistance is higher on this one still. The gap and go. I'm calling the gap and go on a firm. You still got some. I mean, you're at the halfway back there, right at this 97 area. You're holding in there. I mean, you got to give it down to the you know the the gap low there. I I don't know. I can't talk you into it. I can't talk you out of it. But uh, all I know is that Dennis's dad was the only one that got affirmed when I uh, was the name of the horse. Oh, that's someone chatted too. Someone chatted too. Chat got it. Chat got it. My dad was all over the horse. All right. Uh, here is a question from James. Is that yes, James St. Angelo about select quote SLQT. He's all over this one yesterday. Yeah. S- James. James St. Angelo. Did we talk it yesterday? No, no. He was chatting about it in um, the at the close show, which you didn't show up for. But, you, um, you're in that gap area. Yeah, I mean, wide open. So yeah. it's tough. You're kind of fifty percent back. Though it's a tough one. So I'm passing. Pass. Joel, to you. Select quote. You give Is us track a data still around? When I think of quotes, I think no, of track data. No. no, that's not around. The quotes that Bob used to make us use. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, There, there's nowhere to go. I mean, to fill the gap, that's it. Coming back on the downside, I mean, you want to see it stay green on the session. What's it trading up another, what, 80 cents here? So, no. It's just about flat. Like to see it hold the close and just keep pressing higher. I can't really see any resistance to the bottom of that gap at thirteen sixty eight. All right, so uh, we'll do some more ticker time here. Drop those tickers in, and uh, you know what? Here's one. Uh, Tony just dropped in dicks. We were talking about Ugh. the whole space this morning before the before we went on. We were talking about dicks. We were talking about big five. Um, yeah. Big five sporting goods. And yeah, the whole space is running. So you got the dicks chart. Is I think that's what a firm chart's going to look like, where you got the you know the gap and go. I think a firm's going to start breaking out over a hundred again too. I kind of want to own it, taking it back to that. I think it's going to look like the dicks chart. You got the the gap and go. Dicks is firing on all cylinders, and then you got BGFV that is just yeah. a, it's I I guess it's a Reddit short, short squeeze. It's got a thirty eight percent of the float is sold short. There, there. That's why they're running it there too. Killer quarter the stock actually didn't respond well too, but now they've decided this is a short squeeze candidate and they're squeezing the hell out of it. I'm not chasing big five. This is a big move for it. I think it's a ring the register opportunity up at thirty five. I'm not chasing dicks either, but both of these stocks are firing on all cylinders. And if you're long, trailer stops up. That's my thoughts. Yeah, trading up in the pre-market. I'll give you a pre-market high of thirty-three sixty. Or no, it's higher than that because we're at thirty. Oh, we backed off a little bit. We're at thirty-two seventy. So you do have a high there. You want to get up over thirty-three sixty-three uh, for a continuation move. Ugh, I don't know. This one is backed off on that. Maybe you get it if you're trying to buy it. Maybe you get it. You can get it in the top of yesterday's range right here. Maybe it's at thirty-two fifty-six. I'll call thirty-two 
32 and a quarter, the old high down to the close as support, if you want to pick it up. On a rebound and then up, up top, uh, target pre-market high, 33.63. On the dailies, not much there. 35.44 was your last relevant daily high. That was back on June 4th. And then Bryce is dropping ASO in there. It's, all, it's in the same boat. He's also dropping Peabody, BTU, which we, we haven't talked about for uh, a grass here on this show. Yeah, natural <sighs> grass. If you're talking, um, you know, uh, storm trades, this is one. And it's seasonality, too, as the weather starts to get colder coming up. True. Natural gas comes back into play here, too. I mean, BTU's been running. So, you know, do you want to chase it here? This has been a big run. I mean, this was nine bucks, and now it's 17. Stocks doubled in a month and a half. That, unfortunately, is a chase. I'd wait for a pullback here now. But is there room to 20? Yeah. I mean, there's room to 20. This stock was really murdered from all of 2018, 2019, 2020. And some of the energy stocks are coming back nicely here. So uh, I'd be a buyer of pullback, not chasing. Uh, broke out from 16. I'd like to see it come back into 16. That's good support on the you know old resistance, new support at 16. On the monthlies. Uh, boom, next monthly target, 1929. That was one heck of a year. Uh, Joel remembers. See here, my, <laughs> see here, my dad was born, and uh, what else happened that year? Uh, but next monthly resistance point is 1929. Uh, all right, we're throwing them out there. Throw, uh, I know, throw the tickers. okay, boom, okay, boom, boom. okay. You, you said if someone mentioned it, I could bring it up. So, wish two people mentioning it here right now. I bought it yesterday or two days ago. And the only reason is this just a trade. But the reason is that they've been buying all these old meme stocks again or, or all these social media stocks. So I went long wish to. Um, I just think it hasn't gone. And I like the setup. I like the risk reward here. I bought it around. I bought it more than two days, three or four days ago. And it's uh, seven. I think about around seven dollars. I was going to stop myself under under the six, 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 little six, six, eight, six, six, six. See the little double bottom there, Joel. That was my stop out point. So Good. I was risking myself 35 cents. I'm up 50 cents in it. I uh, will see what it does. I think it's got room to eight. And then you see if it can get in that gap area. There so you go. It's on for a swing trade long right now. We'll see how it does. Uh, just make sure this whole uh, takes out and holds 786. Uh, that's the high. That's the start of the gap there. And then the fun gets started. If you, you hold that 786, eight box, boom, potential gap to fill. Uh that's it. Looks like it's just a little it's bit. It's showing a little bit of life. So it's, it's, worth, it's, a, showing it's worth a life. And you got it now. It's you been a really out. ugly stock. So, but it's showing a little bit of life. So I'm trying it. Uh, SPs, we are at the highs of the session. We're up 13 and a quarter handles at 34 and a quarter. We are at the intraday. Monday's high, 34.50. The intraday high from Wednesday, 35 even. But that doesn't matter because the real all-time high is 42 and a quarter. So interesting area here. We were kind of range-bound yesterday, and this was kind of the top of the range. We'll see what happens off that opening bell in about 32 minutes. What about an NNDM, nano-dimension, uh, 3D printing? As How are these 3D printing stocks been doing? We haven't looked at them for a while. 3D is starting to show some life. Triple D is breaking out over 30. That looks okay. What about SSYS? Stratasys. Oh, I had a good day yesterday. Why did we talk these yesterday? What about, I, like, what about oh, I like NND... that chart, and then it went. What about NNDM right now? It's looks. Well, let's go look at it. Uh... I don't know this one. Like, I know of it, but I've never really traded it much. Yeah, you got to use stop out point. Stop yourself out into the low of the move. It's way down to 523, though. Maybe you got to stop yourself out at the triple low. 
586, 587, 588. Look at that, Joel. Boom, boom, boom. The three bottoms. The three. The yeah, three you bottoms, wanna... so we got the three bottoms. I'd stop myself out under, under there if I was long it. Oh. Momentum above uh, 663. Remember, okay. always put, always know you're out before you get in the trade. Remember, just like I was saying with Wish, I knew where my out was, 666. I know where my out is on this. If I was to get into NNDM, which I don't know if I'm going to, I'll probably forget about it right after we talk about it. 586, 587, 588. So 585 is my stop. Last, last one. Last one. Seven, last one. Pedro, I don't know about this. Pedro looks like wants to buy the dip in Wells Fargo. Oh. 42, 42, 42 is the number. Does it get there? Do we get to 42? Went from 50 to 42 in like a heartbeat here. I kind of want to buy the dip on this too. I hate, it will I give like, you what? a couple. It's, it it's, it's the crappiest it, bank stock, really, <laughs> of the bank stocks, but that's a nice sell-off on, you know. Is this... On supposed penalties. Uh, yeah, I, I think 42 is a buy. Wait, wait. I don't know if you're going to get there, but wait for like a double bottom, triple bottom, something like that, you know, to lean on. You got one low in one area, so – you know, you're only up 15 cents. Or let's see what the volume is on this one because maybe you got everybody out. Uh, you went from 16 mil to 73 mil to 84 mil in volume. Maybe everyone that's out want to get out. Look for a couple days of consolidation, a little bit lower volume. You get rid of your sellers, and then you get a double bottom or triple bottom. But, man, we missed a lot of tickers today, folks, because you just kept asking for tickers. So I'm going to hop over to pre-market prep. Plus, I'm going to cover all these tickers and then some. And the tickles, the tickers, the, the, the tickles, the tickles. In my in my football announcement, Spencer, remember when you were talking about whether or not I'm going to the first game? Yeah. I'm not going. Ooh. I'm sending right. it out. All right. You're not going? I'm not going. Wow. When is the last time you missed one? He says that now. I'm not going. I, I gave away my tickets. Okay. I gave away my tickets. It, it, it's for a, a lot of different reasons. First of all, I'm not going to sit there for three hours with a mask. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are they playing? Uh, Western Michigan. Oh, so you're just afraid they're going to get upset. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no. I, I can give you the positive outlook tomorrow. Okay. But, okay. Uh, that was a football announcement. All right. I got to right. go. Spencer, I'll see you later on. Triple yes. D, be careful out there. Okay. All Everyone right. uh, watching the show, uh, you can you can give a super chat, as some people did. But you don't have to do that to support the show. You can just hit the like button. That is I, much I forgot e- to like it today. It's a much easier way to support the show. Just hit the little thumbs like up it. button on YouTube and that you can support us by doing that. So thank you to everyone who has done it already. You're superstars. And we are at or a little over three, we're at 350, give or take right now. So Dennis, good luck today. Please don't buy the dip in Wells Fargo. Um, and if you I, buy it from. I'm looking at 42. Okay. I okay. might do it. I'll try all to right. be a hero. I'll call the bottom again and probably lose my. Don't shirt. be a hero. Oh, we've all. I know. Won. Whenever I try to be a hero, it ends ugly, but. Is what it is. It, it, if, I, if I wouldn't get in trouble from YouTube, I would play like a uh, I Could Be Your Hero Baby or something by Eureka Iglesias, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, let's bring on our next guest here, Peter Tuckman, a.k.a. the Einstein of Wall Street, coming to us from his home today. Peter, how we doing? I'm okay, Spencer. What a, what a, what a crew this morning. Joel talking about a set of stickers. You're going to be singing that song. I think it's great. How's everybody? Doing? We're, we're, we're fired up. Uh, and the theme of the day was, does anything, does any theoretically bearish thing matter? Right? You got New York. First of all, I hope you're doing okay. Because you got New York underwater and New Jersey and Pennsylvania and Connecticut. You got 
Nevada on fire. Um, first off, are, are you okay? How? Yeah, yeah, how, I am. We, we okay. are okay. I haven't been outside yet. Uh, last night was really absolutely insane. I got caught out to dinner with my wife. We were driving home. I actually put a video on Instagram. I have never seen it. Literally, the <laughs> the curb of the street was probably eight inches of water rushing like a river. Right. I mean, I've been through storms before. That clearly was probably, there was garbage in the street. There were trees down in the middle of Broadway. And I don't even think we got, New Jersey got hammered. There were eight inches of rain. So I'm okay, but it was a crazy storm. Ooh, okay, so um, the market doesn't care, though, about that, or anything for that matter, because we just keep on going higher. So we are also talking about the fact that there are some headlines, as there is every year. Oh, September is the worst month for stocks historically, and there are some put buyers uh, you know, uh, showing their hands a little bit or supposedly showing their hands. How are you feeling right now? How are the, how are the people down on the floor? You know, I know you're not there now, but w- what is the mood down there um, just about the market right now? You know what? Look, I think that everyone is sort of in a quandary. You can see it from the last couple of days trading. I mean, we had the end of the month. There was an MSCI volume was not as big as it usually is. Um, Obviously, August is also a really poor month. And this was a pretty robust one. If you look at the whole month's activity Uh, for me, though, I could could tell it was, you know, you and I talked early in, in July and said, uh, you know, is it going to be a sort of the, the dog days of summer? We're going to see light volume. July was super, super solid. Uh, however, August, in retrospect now, looking at the numbers, there was, it was pretty quiet. So what are we looking for, September? As you know, I, you know, I don't think we follow old um, uh, seasonal adages any longer. Uh, you know, there is the one I posted the other day. Curiously enough, I did it. You know, there's a, uh, an Instagram page called Old Jewish Men, which interviewed me the other day. It was kind of funny, OJM, even though I don't identify as one. And I, you know, I... I, I wait, wait, up, wait, wait, wait. Which part? Old or Jewish or man? I'm a YJM. Well, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But um, <laughs> but anyway, horizontally challenged YJM. I'm going to go with that story. Um, anyway, there is the, you know, there is the old adage that says, Sell on Rosh Hashanah, buy back on Yom Kippur. Yep. Apparently that I did post it opposite because I'm I'm not here to say what's supposed to be happening. But anyway, you know what? It's it's really hard to know. Look, we're going to look at jobs, whether the the availability of jobs, the demand for jobs, private sector jobs. I think you know we do have the Fed meeting in September. You know, and even though they painted a beautiful bullish picture, Jerome Powell did the other day at. Um, Jackson Hole, really, I mean, you know, they were, he, he, I thought it was a great, a great um, uh, conference in so many ways because he really painted the picture. He said, look, there's nothing more that we would love to do than start to taper if the economy can handle it. We do have a couple of wild cards out here that could dislocate it. And at the end of the day, even though it was sort of a, you know, the, the week before we had gotten sort of a divergence in opinions coming out of the Fed. I think he made it clear that for the time being, it's going to be a data-driven decision. For the time being, they're going to stay with no taper because they really, with the variant being uh, a wild card, their fear is that if they do take their foot off the gas, that the economy could start to sort of fracture a little bit. And they really don't want that because they are hoping so much that the, uh, the economy will catch the back wind of the market. All that being said, there are seasonal things that happen in September. It is not a good month. The adage of sell in Rosh Hashanah, buy back in Yom Kippur is something funny that people should check out. Um, I just seem to th- I just seem to think there's just an amazing appetite, no matter what's going on. As we talked about it before, 
you know, people should be sitting around with a shopping list, right? If the market comes in a little bit, I still think there's going to be a bid in the market. So do we, you know, October, once again, often a really, really bad month. Um, uh, but then you've got so many different factors which talk about what it's like in an election year coming into the end of the year, what the fourth quarter looks like. You know, we saw price action once again is sort of the most important thing, in my opinion. And and it's telling you that we're just going to keep on going, right? It seems that way to me. It really does. I mean, look, you saw you saw some earnings. Two stocks, it was funny yesterday. Chewy and Five Below guy, you know, had earning misses, which we haven't seen a lot of this quarter. And they got slammed hard. But you've had stocks that killed it on guidance and earnings and also went down. So people are in there. People are trading. I did see a story this morning that, you know, that P, that that people have sort of taken control of their 401ks. A lot of the retail traders have done well in this market. And uh, I hope they keep doing it. I hope they're learning technical analysis. Yeah, I, I think what you just said is spot on. Uh, we could hypothesize about the impacts of a the situation in Afghanistan or Delta variant or the, the weather here or there, or anywhere. But all that really matters at the end of the day is the price action. That's all that matters for the markets. And it's tell all, all those other things can, can say one thing, but if the price action says something different, you, you gotta listen. You gotta listen. I think that's you know what, and I think what it tells us is that there's a lot of enthusiasm in the market on both sides. When they want to buy them, they buy them. When mm -hmm. they want to sell them, they sell them. But when they're done selling them, a buyer steps in, right? There are, you know, the the the, the investment community I really think is deep and broadened and new and fresh, right? And ready to get in this market, you know, if they're not in it already. And uh, I think that's what it tells us. The market, you know, I always joke, the market does what it wants to do. Um, you know, I, I think the market tells us what it thinks of all this stuff. There are a million reasons here in your old, in your old grandpa's stock market that people would be hitting this market huge, like you described. Jobs, problems, Federal Reserve, storms all over. One part of the country's burning, one's underwater. Afghanistan, all this stuff, dissent in, in the administration in Washington. Yet the market doesn't respond to it in any long-term follow-through negative way. Uh, yeah, I think that's so. I, I'm just curious, though, like, you know, the, the people that, that you talk to, people that you work for, your, your clients, well, what, what their mood is right now. I, I've, I've got your mood, but what is their mood? You know what? It's hard to know. A lot of my people are traders. So they're really looking at what's happening on a day-to-day -day basis. Long-term, I, 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 you know, it's a hard place to really put money to work up at these levels, right? And that's what I'm sort of hearing. You hear it from the guys, the hedge fund guys and whatnot. That's kind of why you're seeing these, the, the last couple of days have been a little bit skittish, right? You can, you know, their, their consolidation, their confusion. I mean, do you, you, you know, I think we need to see what the next leg up or down is. Right here, stock futures gained slightly on Thursday after weekly jobless claims came in slightly short. Um, you know, the bottom line is, where, do you buy some of these names at these crazy valuations? Look at Amazon. Look at Google. You know, these names are just on fire now. You know, they 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 where where else do you want to put your money? Right. Um, it's really it's fascinating. I think people are at this point putting money to work or in a little bit of a wait and see. All right, Peter Tuckman, guys, is the Einstein of Wall Street. If you want more of his knowledge, check out the description where there is a link to his course that he co-wrote with David Green, Wall Street Global 
tradingacademy.com here. I'll just make it one step easier for you. I'll put the link up on the screen. Uh, where's my link? Down, technical analysis. <laughs> yes, technical analysis. That, that That's the point. And uh, Wall Street Global, I don't know where my where my banner is. I'll put it up now. Wall Street Global Trading Academy. There it is. Peter Talkman joins us every Thursday. We appreciate it. Peter, have a good day. Stay safe. Stay dry. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks. Good to see you all. all. All right. And please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Thank you.